Praise God. All right, let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew. Hallelujah. And let's get into the Word of God. We've been on series, and um, you know, you notice that around here, if we don't finish, we just pick it up on Wednesday, hallelujah, or Sunday, hallelujah, amen. And so uh, if you're taking notes, this is going to be part number four, hallelujah, and we're moving along with God, praise God. If you need to look at any past uh, messages, they're online right now, hallelujah, amen. Mark, Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 28, the Bible says this very clearly, and when he was come into the house, Jesus the blind men came to him and said, Jesus, and said, the blind man uh, said unto Jesus, believe, Jesus said unto them, excuse me, believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him, Lord, yes. He touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now notice this. Jesus said something, and I kind of stumbled because I saw, I was reading 17 in my mind as I was reading 28. But it's quite interesting how 27, the man, gives Jesus a question. But then Jesus gives the man a question in verses 28. Why did Jesus ask him this question? Amen. Because it's up to our faith. It's up to their faith. Faith causes a change, folks. Change, power, a powerful change. You've been trying to do it, but I want to encourage you, you can't do it apart from the Lord. You can't do it apart from faith. So it's going to take faith. Everything's going to take faith. How do you move a problem by faith? Jesus said, talk to that mountain. Uh, how do you, how do you uh, believe God for breakthrough by faith? Hallelujah. Amen. So this is the question that he answered, if, if you believe, Jesus said unto him, believe ye that I am able to, to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And then he touched them and he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith. This is how change changes. How, this is how to make changes. Faith causes change. Now, I want to encourage you, practice this. Many years uh, my pastor, John Osteen, used to say, many of us run to the medicine cabinet, and he says, uh, many of you are taking serious medicine. But I want to encourage those that are starting to take aspirin, baby steps. Start believing God for a healing in your, when, as you go to your aspirins. And he literally impacted my life because at that time, um, you know, to this day, we don't take medicine. Thank God for that. We just take vitamins. Hallelujah. But I remember that uh, I had a bad into, uh, 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 toenail that was ingrown and it was infected and I had to go to the doctor. But I remember that I said, I've got to believe what my pastor has been saying. But I know it's the word of God, but my pastor makes it so clear, so I have to believe it. And so I believe God. I believe God for a healing. Yes, I, I got my toe worked on. But I knew something happened. My healing came quicker and faster and Beyond doctor's ability, they said, wow, you're doing real good. Textbook. And that's been the key, textbook. Hallelujah. Amen. And so uh, aspirin wasn't the problem. I didn't run to the aspirin. I ran to Jesus. Jesus, by faith I receive, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. I receive it. And I can easily take an aspirin, but Lord, I believe you could heal me. And you can do more than this aspirin. And boy, I tell you what, every time, every time, hallelujah. Amen. 
So in other words, let's practice what we're hearing and, and what we're reading and start saying it and start believing it. See, you can only hear and say, oh, wow, it works. But you'll never do it until you practice it. So start practicing uh, uh, reaching out, believing God by faith. Amen. Now notice, let me encourage you, don't get into condemnation now. Uh, some people get to condemnation because faith works in different, in a greater way to certain people. I, I've, heard, I've heard people say, Pastor, it's because you're a pastor. No, it's not because I'm a pastor. You know that. You know that. God has no respect to persons. It's because we have to believe what we preach. We have to believe what we say. We have to practice it. Hallelujah. And don't, get, don't let the devil get you in condemnation. Let, let God build your confidence. Tell me, I will not be in condemnation. But I'll have confidence. Amen. So in other words, instead of uh, saying, well, it's because you, 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 you. I heard a person tell me, well, it's because uh, you're, you're stronger in faith. Well, it's true, but you can be strong in faith too. You don't need to be condemned. You just need to say, I'm going to be confident like Pastor Christine and the Word of God. And I'm going to believe God for my healing. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and don't be discouraged because it's, you're not there yet. But remember, you're on a path to get there. It's going to work for you. It's going to be a benefit for you. You don't lose what you're learning and practicing now so that when you get there, you don't lose all that time. It's a benefit for you. It's working for you. You'll remember, Lord, you'll say, Pastor, I remember when I was believing for such and such, but now it seems to be easier and greater now. Well, it's because you've walked and practiced it. Hallelujah. And you're still moving in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. I said something weeks ago, and the Lord said, that is so true what you're saying. I got a revelation of it here on the pulpit, that we will be using faith not only here on this earth, but we're going somewhere in heaven, and we're going to be using faith with God. Come on, church faith. You're going to be going through universes and through, through old worlds and, and doing things. Hallelujah. You're going to be using faith here on this earth in the millennial. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith to get you through things. Hallelujah. Amen. And the world that stays, that lives and is born through in that millennial time, they're going to say, those are it. Those are the glorified ones. Those are the ones that were with Jesus. Those are the ones. Watch, watch, watch. They go through the walls. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. So you're, <laughs> you're on a good road. And so just tell the devil, shush, 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 shush. Just be quiet. Great, quiet, quiet. You, you, you're a liar. Hallelujah. Amen. And stay in faith. Let's go to Mark, the ninth chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you feel the anointing, strong anointing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love it. Uh, chapter 9 of Mark, hallelujah, amen. The Bible we read also about a father that brought his son that was always, it was demon-possessed. And the disciples <laughs> couldn't heal him. In fact, Jesus said, oh, faithless generation. He was including the disciples. But he said generation, so it, it, it means it was deep, it was big. Let it be said not in this generation. We're going to have faith, hallelujah, Amen. And the Bible says in verse um, uh, 22, uh, Jesus asked the father the question, how often hath it cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him? But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. So he, he's to the point of 
having, wanting mercy almost to the point of begging, but he's put all the responsibility on Jesus. Do you see that very clearly? Uh, he's putting all the responsibility on Jesus. Now notice this. You have to put faith on things that are heavy. You've got to put faith. Put faith and own the responsibility of an issue and say, no, no, no. I'm going to walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. And so that's what he, he was trying to change it. Now notice this. And Jesus said this. And, and listen to what he says. Jesus said, do you believe? Now notice what he says here. He says, if thou canst believe, verses 23, 22, 23, all things are possible. Now look at that. Jesus talking to you. If you can believe, all things are possible. Look at that all. This is where we think God can't do all things, but he can do all things. If God can create the heavens and the earth, and you and me and everything else. Look at the sun, the moon. Oh gosh, if he can create that, can't he fix a little issue in your walk? Can he fix something in your walk? Can he recreate something in you? Hallelujah. Amen. This is God. So in other words, Jesus said, not according to God's will, but according to your faith. And then we talked about Wednesday that many people put all the responsibility on God and said, well, it's, if it's God's will, then I don't need this. If it's God's will, I'm not going to have this. If it's God's will, no, 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 no. You and me know God's will already. God's will is for you to live, right? Have long life and be blessed and prosperous. Hallelujah. Healthy, whole. That's God's will. So we don't have to argue the will. We know the will. So we don't have to say, well, it's according to God's will. No, no. It, 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 Jesus said, no, it's not according to his will, God's will, and it's not according to my will. I can imagine Jesus said, I want you well and I want you healed, but it's according to your faith. Your faith. Responsibility is back on you. Come on, church. God's already provided it through Jesus. Amen. So in other words, not according to God, but according to your faith. Amen. And so the Bible says, and it says that, that immediately, straightway, and straightway the father of the child cried out, Lord, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. This is where we have to get it over. We have to, we have to believe, believe, believe. I got to believe the word no matter what. I got to believe. I got to believe the word. Amen. Do you believe Jesus Christ is coming? I believe he's coming. Do you believe we'll be with the Lord? I believe it. You're a believer. There's some believers or there's some supposed believers don't take that seriously. Some say, well, you know, how can God, a loving God, send good people to hell? You don't know the Bible, sir. They're not good people. I remember one time, uh, one of Kenneth Hagin's meetings, uh, a woman took her husband up there, and she said, he needs Jesus. He's a good man. Really, he's a good man. Uh, he is so good, man. And he, Kenneth Hagin looked at her, no, he's a devilish man. Amen? You see what I'm saying? So, so, so he, she didn't know the word. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Let's look. Go with me to John now. John, the, the 20th chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. John 20, in verses 24. So the responsibility falls according to our faith, not according to God's will, not according to Jesus, 
Remember, they, made, they have a will. They gave us a will already. Man, made a, man has free will. Amen. John, the 20th chapter, verses 24, and we study this Wednesday, but the Bible says this. This is about Thomas. He's no longer doubting Thomas. He's, he probably, when you see him in heaven, he's going to say, I'm glad you didn't do it. I did. Amen. Pastor Christine says she's going to ask questions to all of them. I'm going to ask Thomas, Thomas, where was your head at that time? Amen. Uh, verse 24, but Thomas, one of the 12 called Didymus, was not with when, them when Jesus came. And the other disciples therefore said unto him, we believe, we have, well, excuse me, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of nails and put my finger into the prints of the nail and thrust my hand in his side. Uh, listen, I will not believe. There's his will. His will is I will not believe. And we said Wednesday when someone says, it's just hard to believe that. Two things, either you believe or you don't believe. Uh, it's not if, either you don't do. People that say, well, you know what, I just, I, 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 I just, just, just have a hard time believing that Moses crossed the drive with the Red Sea. You just don't believe. That's just it. Don't believe. I believe. I believe. I, contrary to anybody, I believe the word of God. Amen. And the Bible says this. Uh, he says this, except I see him, except I shall see in his hands the prints of his nail. There it is. I want to see. There's a senses. And, and, and I, unless I see... Are you with me? And thrust my hands in his side, I will not believe. So in other words, I want to see and I want to feel. Faith doesn't see. Faith doesn't feel. Faith believes in the unseen. Come on, church. Amen. In other words, you don't have to. Listen, folks, you can be dealing for, you can be believing God for a healing simply because you have symptoms. Doesn't mean you're not healed. Come on, church. It doesn't mean you're not healed. You're, you're healed by the word of God. Symptoms now just have to line up with the belief system. That's all. And many people say, well, you know, I don't feel healed. Well, you're not going to feel healed. Well, I don't feel safe. Well, you're not going to feel safe. Feel safe. I don't feel prosperous and rich. I, I, I don't feel, I don't see my bills paid off. Come on, church. It's about faith. I see by faith my bills paid off in Jesus' name. Come on, church. Amen. And then after eight days, a week has gone by. You would think he would, uh, he would repent. Uh, and Thomas with them, then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst of them and said, Peace be unto you. And then he said to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, behold my hands, reach hither thy hand and thrust into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. There it is again. Be a believer. That's who we are. We're believers. Come on, church. So in other words, did Thomas, did Jesus know what Thomas said? Yes. Let me just add something. Before you ever think that God doesn't know it, he knew it before when you thought about it. Amen. And people come to God and say, well, God, oh, you, know, you didn't realize, but this, this. No, he knew it. Hallelujah. Amen. And in this case, Jesus came and said, Thomas, reach hither. You want to see? Here I am. You want to feel? Go ahead. It is. Amen. This is where we're going to have to really, the body of Christ, and when I say we, the body, we're going to have to walk by, by the faith of God, walk by the unseen of the world, stay away from what the world sees and start believing what God says. 
Come on, church. Amen. And so this is where we see a turnaround in Thomas. Now, notice what Thomas said. Uh, Thomas said, and Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. There's a repent right there. My Lord and my God. Uh, you know, I was doubtless. I was in unbelief. And then I was in fear because you came to that wall. <laughs> and Jesus said unto Thomas and other Christians, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. So in other words, the open door, now get a hold of this, the open door of the highest level of faith is right here, is believing what Jesus said. That's the highest level of faith. Get, get your believing right before you're asking for what to believe for. Get your believing right. I believe God died for me. I believe he's a son of, I believe Jesus is a son of God. I believe that he died on that cross on the third day he resurrected. I, I believe he's ascended to the right hand of heaven. I believe he's coming back. I believe he's living. He's in this room right now because where there's two or three gathered in his name, he's with us. I believe, I believe, I believe. Right there. That's your belief system right there. Tell me, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Amen. We're believers. Amen. Now, I, I want to add something through these scriptures. Thomas needed to quit complaining. Now, if Thomas was complaining, which is one of the examples that we have, then we too can complain when we're supposed to be in faith. We can complain. I remember complaining a lot until I got into faith. See, complaining brings despair. And despair works against your faith. And now fear steps in. If you're in fear, you've walked away from faith. And now you're dealing with fear. Now the devil, that's his campground. Amen. Now notice this, but faith, and this is where we talk Wednesday, faith rejoices. Tell me it rejoices. Uh, faith laughs. Come on, tell me laugh. Faith uh, uh, dances. Hallelujah. Tell me dances. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is thankful. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is the attributes of a believer. You're walking in faith. You start thanking God. Start rejoicing, hallelujah. Start thanking him. Oh, oh, start dancing, hallelujah. Come on, give God the glory after you believed him. Come on, don't be grumbling. <laughs> Amen, come on church, hallelujah. See, the senses, the senses only want to see and feel and wants to believe what it feels and sees. And then comes the unbelief and then comes the fear. But faith believes without seeing. Faith is a... Faith, this is faith of God. The faith of God operates in the unseen world. Come on, church. We talked about how uh, Wednesday, how the unseen world works so powerful. Hallelujah, man. So in other words, uh, in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, don't turn it, but I want to read it to you. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verses 1. Let me read it to you. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. It's the evidence. Faith is the evidence of things you cannot see. I'm believing God for a, uh, for a breakthrough and a manifestation. And it's not in the seen world, but it's in the unseen world. If I can just get into the unseen world and receive it by faith, gladness, joy, get excited about it, then I'm going to have it. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at verses 27 now. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither my, thy finger. And behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and, and thrust it into my side. But be not faithless. See, the greatest things 
in this world are not seen. Now let me ask you something. If people want to see to believe, then why do they believe in mind over matter? Now let me ask you, uh, we all have a brain, and we only seen the brains through, through science or through the medical, through books, whatever, but you haven't seen your brain, have you? Unless you got an x-ray, you know, and you've seen your brain. Come on, church. I've never seen my brain. Not even through an x-ray. I have never got an x-ray in my head. My wife has. So we've seen her. We've seen, we've seen everything about my wife. Amen. Bones and everything. Amen. Now notice this. Notice this. But, but do you believe you got a brain? Now how do you know you got a brain if you haven't seen it? Amen. You believe you have it, right? Now how many people have minds? The mind, will, and the emotion. We all have emotions. <laughs> we all have emotions. Come on, church. Amen. Come on. Amen. Right? We all have emotions. But, but how do you know you have a mind? Because you believe it. This is the way faith operates. Faith, you can't touch it. You can't feel it. And you definitely can't see it in the natural until it manifests. Because now you can witness and tell people, this is what faith brought me. Pastor Conceit could tell the world, I believe God for a husband, and I sowed seed toward my husband, and I believe by faith that I received my husband, and now she can say, this is my husband. She'll tell people, this is exactly what I believe in God for. This is exactly, <laughs> I'm almost like an item to her, amen. Now, this, this is exactly what she called for. I said, honey, wait, 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 wait. You believe God for a black-haired man, amen. You better start praying. <laughs> black, gray hair, turn black now in Jesus' name, amen, hallelujah. So in other words, uh, we're people of faith, and we listen to a faith God. Come on, church, amen. That's who we are. Come on, church, that's who we are. Uh, uh, Kenneth Hagin used to say, you can't have Abraham's blessing with Thomas's unbelief. Come on, church, amen. You can't have Abraham's blessing by believing the way Thomas believed. But thank God he got saved. Amen. Thank God he, he's a believer. Hallelujah. Amen. We used to say doubting Thomas. No longer is he doubting. He's in heaven. We can't say doubting. He, he's not a doubting. He learned a lesson. Come on. Amen. So in other words, now, now notice this. That means we are people of faith and we receive the blessings of Abraham by faith. Say with me, I receive the blessings of Abraham by faith. Say it again. I receive the blessings of Abraham by faith. Now, what you think what you're saying? I believe the blessings of Abraham by faith. There's so much there, but I believe is the key that I want you to see. Now, let's go to 2 Corinthians. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. He's good all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. All the time. Go with me to the fourth chapter of 2 Corinthians. Amen. This is going to get you high. This is going to get you strong in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice what it says, something, something is brewing in the spirit right now. Hallelujah, amen. Come on, church. I know I, I, know I sense something strong in the glory of God right now. Huh? Faith is being increased. Oh, no faith to little faith to great faith. Come on, church, amen. Hallelujah. And ride the wave of this faith. Don't let this faith, uh, don't get weak and, and, and don't let faith diminish. Hallelujah, amen. St. Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 16. Look at what it says in verses 16. Uh, the Bible says here, it says, for which cause we faint not, don't faint, don't give up, but though our outward man perishes, 
We talked about that. You know, it's slowing down. The body's slowing down. The earth is slowing down. Things are slowing down. Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Right now, the inward man, according to the word of God, is being renewed. You've came in a certain level of renewal, but now you have increased since you've been in the worship. And by the time it's over, you're going to be so increased that you're going to be walking out of here strong in faith. Now, notice the devil now wants to take what you learn. And that's what you've got to be aware of. So in other words, our inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, verse 17, our light affliction, which is before a moment. In other words, the affliction that you had when you came in, it now becomes light. The affliction you experienced last night, the affliction you experienced yesterday or last week, whatever it may be. The affliction, its light is but for a moment, worketh far for us, far more exceeding. An eternal weight of glory. Believe that. Eternal weight of glory. What I'm going through now is going to be worth my eternal glory. My strength to come in faith. Glory to God. This little thing, which is a little thing, is going to work for me. And I'm going to be stronger in faith now by it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now don't boohoo about things. And I'm going to talk about that later on because I can talk about that. Amen. I used to be a boohooer. Amen. Notice what it says in verse 18. While we look, if you've got a pen, you ought to circle that or highlight it. While we look not, look not, do not look at the things which are seen. Do not look at it. Do not look at your bank account. Although it's, it's wise to, to, to find out where you are, but don't base what you can have by your bank account. Don't base, now I, I, know, I know what I'm talking about. Listen, folks, believe God that God can do something in your life. Believe God for a miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember a pastor was believing God for a campus, uh, a million point five, uh, maybe more. I can't remember what it was. So many miracles that happened within this year. He was believing for a campus. And all of a sudden, he gave all his down payment to an offering. And he believed God. And the very next week, he got, a, well, he got invited to dinner, which he was putting off. He was putting off and putting off. Finally, he took that dinner engagement. At the dinner engagement, the, pastor, the person that was with him says, Pastor, I, I, how would you like to have that campus you're believing God for? He said, I already have it. He said, yes, you got it. But also, you got it title free. I'm paying for 100%. Boy, he danced in that restaurant. He let that whole restaurant know. You would too? Hallelujah. You let everybody know, even your neighbors. Hallelujah. Come on, church. So don't look at those things. Oh, but pastor, I need the down payment to buy this building. I can't give it. Well, no, he looked at the things of God. Come on, church, amen. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Look, at the things not seen are eternal. Get your health, it's an eternal. Get your finances, it's there. Get your breakthrough, it's there. Get your family relationship, it's there. Get what you're believing in God, it's there. It's there, it's there, it's already there. God knows your desire. It's in the unseen world, but it's all up to you now. It's up to your faith. God's will is for you to have it but it's up to you to get it remember grace provides it faith say with me takes it come on church we take it hallelujah amen so in other words get your mind off earthly things amen now let me read to you verses 8 18 in the good news bible that same verse that i just read you in 18 listen to it says for we fix our attention not on things that are seen but on the things that are unseen. 
What, we can, what can be seen lasts only for a time, but what cannot be seen lasts forever. Now notice this, you haven't made it to heaven yet, although you might have had dreams about heaven, you might have visions about heaven, you might have read the Bible about heaven, but you haven't really seen it physically, right? But, but it's in you, I believe it, it's so deep in you. How, how people know what I'm talking about? It's in us. We're going to heaven to be with Jesus, it's in us. The more I read the Bible, the more I say, oh God, it's come Jesus, come, amen. But I know many have to hear the gospel before he comes, amen. So we got a lot of work to do, amen. So no, it's so real in me, it's so real. Just like heaven is so real, then what you're believing God, get it real in you. Get it real by faith. Oh, pastor, how do I know what's right for me? Get, get the will of the Lord on it first. Now, let me give you an example. Give you an example. Remember I told you about a motorcycle that I bought? Uh, and I wanted a motorcycle so much, I wanted a motorcycle. And there were so many motorcycles, so many motorcycles. People tell me, get this and this and this and this and this. And, this. and I said, wait, 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 wait. They're telling me what to get, but I'm going to ask God, God, I like a motorcycle, but help me pick one. Help me, give me what would be best for me. Put your light. Now remember, it's a grand thing believing God for a motorcycle. It, it, it's, it, it, well, when I say by grand, whenever you believe in God for something, it's a, it's, it's a wide issue. I'm going to explain something here. Now, the more that you put God on it, now he puts light on it. And now he starts putting a narrow light on that issue. And all of a sudden, you know exactly what kind of situation to believe God for. I knew exactly what to believe God for now. So I put my faith on it. And faith brought it. How did he do it? I don't care. All I know, faith did it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, remember, I could have asked for any kind of Bible. That's not the way God wants you to work. He wants to give you the desire of your heart. So you have to put the responsibility and say, God, this is what I'm believing you for. Uh, it's a wide thing. I mean, you know, there's so many motorcycles out there. There's an Indian. There's a Harley. There's a Suzuki. There's a Honda. There, there, there's a Yamaha. Oh, there's so much. There's an Indian. There's so many times. But Lord, uh, I want to put my faith on what? What? Lord, put, put light on it, Lord. And I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. Hey, man, hallelujah. And that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly what we got to believe God for. Hallelujah. Amen. So we get our minds off things. Now, notice what it says in Colossians. Go to me, Colossians, the third chapter. You're not far from there. Hallelujah. The third chapter, verses one. Are you there? Colossians, the third chapter, one. Amen. Now, notice what it says here. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. This answers your question to get your mind off the earth things. Seek your things above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. There it is again. Get, get, a, get light on what you're believing God for. Where does it come from? Heaven. See, you know what you want. It, it, it completes you from confusion, gets you out of confusion. Too many people say, well, I want this. I don't know what I want. I want, I don't know. What, you don't know what you want. I remember going to restaurants and my children, when they were all young, they said, Daddy, it's a hard question. It's a hard decision. Uh, what, do we, what do we get? I said, let me make it easy for you. What's, what comes on you? What comes, what was the first thing on your mind when you walked into the restaurant? What was it you wanted? Well, I wanted some chicken fingers. That's it. Get your chicken fingers. That's it. And she's enjoying her chicken fingers. And she said, that's the easiest thing to do. I told my wife, and whenever we go somewhere to eat, I said, what is the first thing that was on your mind when you went into the restaurant? Well, pastor, that's, get confused. <laughs> I went to Chicago one day, and, and in Chicago, they have menus about that thick. They have all kinds of different types of, of, different types of food. Chinese, Mexican, Italian, 
Polish, whatever, amen. So when you go in that restaurant, you better, you better know what you're desiring to eat because you'll be confused, amen. It took, <laughs> we went and I said, oh my goodness. And the pastor said, what is it you really want? Well, I'm a Mexican, so I, I, I don't, I, I've already had plenty of Mexican food. I eat a lot of American food. I don't like Chinese food. He said, you got to try Italian. No, I don't care for Italian. He you got to try Polish. No, I don't care. For, you got to try German food. No. You don't want anything. <laughs> amen. Order me a hamburger. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So in other words, uh, he says here, he says here, look, 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 look. Look on things above. Set your affection on things above, not on the earthly things. For you are dead, for you are dead and you are, and your life is hid with Christ. Say with me, it's hid with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, let's get our thinking off the earthly things and on heavenly things. Get God involved in everything. Come on, church. Can you say amen? Get God involved in, in everything. Buying clothes. Come on, church. Get God involved in, 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 in what you're looking for, where, what kind of neighbors you believe in God. Come on, church. Get God involved. In our street, we have houses that go for sale. We have pray for families that we want. Father, we want families with children, good families and wonderful families. And guess what? We got children up and down the road riding bicycles. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. Believe God. Set your things on heaven things, not on earth. Go beyond what you think and feel. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You ought to say amen. So set your mind not on the earth. And I want to, I want to focus on something right now. Be spiritual minded church. Be spiritual minded. In other words, always think about Christ with you. Always. Decisions ask Jesus. Abasing thoughts, test, whatever you do, get Jesus involved. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, what you do, you're reaching higher now, not on the earthly things. Amen. Be spiritual minded and be strong in your mind. Be strong in your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Develop a strong concentration of the things of God. Amen. Be strong in spirit. What do you mean, Pastor, concentration? Focus. Focus on the things of God. You know, sometimes uh, uh, you, you, you want to do something, but, but you're just so wishy-washy. You don't know and you don't know. How many people know people like that? Come on. You know people that don't know. I just don't know, Pastor. I, I just don't know. Just, no, 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 no. Be strong in your mind. Be concentrated. Focus on what God is saying. Hallelujah. Amen. And watch our words. Praise God. Watch our words. Amen. Hallelujah. And I like what, what Pastor Keith Moore said this. Don't be loopy. I had to listen to him twice. Don't be loopy. You know what loopy is? Saying the same thing over and over. Just rehearsing the same thing. Well, I, I will never pastor. I just, I guess I'll never have it. I guess, I guess, I don't know why I'm having this problem. I, I, I know loopy people. I used to know loopy people. Amen. Loopy people, they get you in the loop. Boy, I tell you what, you want to say, to the point. <laughs> get to the point. The point is, you're just sick, right? <laughs> get to the point. You're broke, right? Come on, church. Get to the point. Get to the point. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's all go to Hebrews 11 chapter. Amen. Don't be loopy saying the problems over and over. It puts you, it puts you on a spiritual decline. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, it, it puts you toward faithlessness. And you know, loopy people, if you ask people, how are you doing? You better be ready. They're going to be telling you everything about their problem. They're loopy people. Amen. But you talk to faith people. How are you doing? Praise God. I'm doing fine, Jesus. Amen. And they've been, they might have had a bomb explode. In their house. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I knew an individual that, boy, I tell you, well, he had some strong faith. Go, went through a lot, but never said anything. Always God, 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 got him out of everything. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Now, notice what it says in Hebrews 11 chapter. Now, verses 1. This is, where we, this is where faith talks about. Faith is the evidence. That word evidence also means confidence. Faith is the confidence of things not seen. So the words hope for. Hope is things in the not seen, unseen, but they're coming. You're hoping for them. It says, uh, uh, now faith is the confidence of things not seen or hope for, for the evidence of things not seen. So in other words, you're believing God in faith. Everything changes when you're in faith. Everything changes. Everything changes when you're in faith. Uh, you know, when, when we came to Oklahoma City, we were already walking in faith. God told us to come here. Our house, we put it on the market. We believe God, it was sold by faith. It lasted six months on the market. We're paying six months of rent. I mean, uh, mortgage there, and then we're paying lease here. But notice this. Just because the house was being leased, or, or rented, or, or excuse me, I was paying it, and I was leasing here, and I'm believing God for a house, didn't mean that I had to wait for the money to be sold for me to believe God for a house. What did we do? Immediately started looking for a house. Immediately asking God, God, we want a house. We want a house big enough for our children. I had one daughter in college. We knew she'd come home pretty soon after three, four years. So, Lord, we need a big house, a two-story house. Lord, this is what we want to pay. And, Lord, we're believing that. So we, we, we got, a, we got a, a, a realtor. Realtor picked us up. Uh, we went looking. And Pastor Christine saw this house. And she got down and she said, that's it. That's the house I've seen in my dream. She went to lay hands on that big window. She said, honey, this is it. I said, hey, man, I'm looking at the house and there's furniture in there. Well, I didn't think nothing. Of it. Then all of a sudden the horn, the horn blows. Beep, beep, beep. The realtor says, it's the wrong house. The house is down the other block. It's the wrong house. And I said, honey, let's go. It's the wrong house. You know what my wife said? So? That's faith. Amen. Now notice this. That house wasn't for sale. It wasn't on the market. The day my house sold in Texas was the day this house became on the market, the one she believed God for. Come on, church. Come on. And the day they, they wired us the money, I mean, back then they wired it. No, UPS, they wired it. And it landed our bank account. We closed. Now notice this, notice this. We're sitting there. You don't get to meet the owner. But in this case, we met the owner because he was out there. And I got to ask him, and I said, can I ask you some questions, sir? Last year about this, about such and such time, were your wife selling a house? He said, were your wife thinking about selling a house? He said, no. In fact, I had just finished painting the house. We were going to stay here. But all of a sudden, a couple months after that, after the prayer, we started feeling. My wife said, honey, let's build a brand new house. He said, well, why not? Guess what? We bought that house. Still in that house. Come on, church. Amen. Hallelujah. See, in the unseen, faith is working. She believed God and she stepped into faith and faith worked. And now we're manifesting and we're talking about. So faith is the confidence. Look at it again. Now faith is the confidence. Have confidence in faith of things not seen. Hope for. How many of you all have hope in this room? We all have hope. Come on, hope for this, hope for that, hope for that. Turn that hope into into belief and seeing God bring it to pass. But it's going to take faith. Take faith. 
Will I find faith when I come to the earth? Say, Father, you'll find faith on me. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. So in other words, uh, everything, faith is the confidence of things not seen. Well, everything changes. It doesn't last forever. But what is forever, whatever, what is forever is things not seen. That's forever. That's forever. That's forever. Listen, the earth that you're living on is not forever. Although we're going to get a new earth. Thank God. The sun that you see is not forever. The moon that you see is not forever. The earth that you, the, the stars you see are not forever. Now look at everybody forever. Look at everybody. Look at everybody. Look at them. They're not forever. The body. But there's an afterlife that is forever. And you haven't seen that afterlife. You've only believed what the word of God says. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Thank God. But we're living for 120. Amen. 120. That's good enough for me. 120. That's good. I'm ready to go home after 120. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at 2 Kings real quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. 2 Kings. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to give you a testimony of what happened to me. In 2 Kings, the sixth chapter. Hallelujah. Now, here, here's a strong, a beautiful scripture. In the sixth chapter, this chapter talks about Elisha and his servant, they're being surrounded by soldiers, by an army, uh, soldiers, well-equipped soldiers to destroy. And look what it says in verse 15. Uh, when the servant of the man of God, which is Elisha, was risen early, woke up early and gone forth, behold, a host. Remember what Pastor Christine said in prayer? Host means the, the, the army of God. This is the army of this particular king. And a host compassed the city, means it surrounded the whole city, which with horses and chariots. And his servants said unto Elijah, Alas, my master, how shall we do? You know what that word alas means? Wow! Oh no! What are we going to do, master? Now you're talking to Elijah, the prophet of God. You've been with the prophet. You've seen miracles. Why are you scared? Now notice that me, why are you scared? Don't allow fear to invade your hope. Don't allow fear to invade your belief system. I don't allow fear, excuse me, fear. Don't allow fear. Fear is a spirit. It's not a feeling, it's a spirit. Although you can feel fear, your hair rises in the back, your heart beats faster, and you want to run. You know, you want to start moving fast. Amen. Don't allow that to happen. Amen. So he says, oh, gosh, master. Oh, he's in fear. And listen, listen, listen. Verse 16. Are you with me? And he answered, Elijah answered, fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now, right here, it sounded kind of silly. If you're in fear and you don't know, you don't really realize what you're saying. Well, let me just say something. Your mind sees the problem and your brain starts to activate. Come on, church. But you got to be quick to get into that word. Now, what was happening here? Elisha was operating from a different realm. He was used to seeing a different realm. He was saying, there's more. A servant that you don't see than those that are there. You don't see. You don't see the ones around him. So in other words, faith, can I say this? Faith says strange things when you're believing God for things. Like when the doctor called and told Pastor Christine she had cancer, uh, we said, no, we don't receive that. Amen. Although, although fact was there, but we have a higher reality. Amen. When we go to the office, uh, how you feel? Great. In fact, when Pastor Christine was dismissed from that, all the nurses came around and said, you know, you were one of the best patients we've ever had. Everybody is just 
is just so upset, so worried about dying. But you've had a smile ever since I met you. Why? She was in faith all that time. Faith, believing God that I'm healed, I'm healed, until it manifested early in her, in her belief. Amen. So in other words, uh, faith, says, faith says strange things from the natural side. If something is too big and you can't believe God for it, then you don't believe we have a big God. Amen. It's like, it's like when, when you give of your offering. Think about this. When you give of your offering, sometimes, some people it's hard to give $20. Some people it's hard to give $100. But I want to talk to you in this case. If it's hard to give 20 then you have to have big faith to believe that that $20 is nothing compared to what God has. Make God bigger than that $20. In other words, what you're giving is moving you to a higher realm of faith. But too many people give what they're comfortable with. Come on. When you go to restaurants, everybody tips, right? I, better, I hope you better tip. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Everybody tips, right? Amen. When you tip, some people only tip what they want to, but we don't, some of us don't tip by what they're required to tip. Come on, church. I'm going somewhere. Y'all got real quiet. Amen. But what about going beyond what's required in tipping? But see, the reason is we're not used to that. We're used to giving. I remember I went to uh, lunch years ago, years ago with a pastor. And he brought my dinner, and I know it was, uh, it was high. He said to me, you know, pastor, he says, well, you ready to go? Yeah. He said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her this girl a tip. I'm going to give what she's, what she's worth. Pulled out, opened his little, remember the little coin bags? He opened a little coin bag. I never had one, but there's so neat to see. He opened it, pulled out 50 cents. I, oh gosh, I, 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 I looked shocked. So when he got up, I went ahead and reached for my wallet and gave her more than what he thought she was worth. Now notice, remember, it's all an example, it's all faith, it's all testimonial. Come on, church. I don't care if she treated you bad, you're not going to do that if you're a faith person. Come on. And everybody said amen. amen. So learn, 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 remember I said practice faith more. In that area, too, in giving and tipping, blessing people. The person behind you at the McDonald's drive-thru, bless that person. If a, police, if a police is behind you, buy that their meal. If you know a fireman's in the house and a bunch of fire, just go out there and pay for all their meals. Come on, church. They're not getting paid for what they deserve. Amen. Y'all ain't saying amen. <laughs> Come on, church. Amen. Come on. My son walks into burning buildings while you and I run out of building burnings. I think it's worth us buying the meals. And I thank God for restaurants that are blessing them. I was at a restaurant one time and a bunch of farmers, in fact, his, his crew, not he was, at, he was at home sleeping, his crew was there and they ordered. And no sooner when they bought the food, they had to go. They got a call to go. And I asked the waitress, so what happens to the food? And she said, you know what we do? We just take it to the back and save for them and then just make it fresh when they come back. I said, that's so wrong. She says, like the rice is dry, we throw it away. We just give them new rice. I said, that's wonderful. Amen. Have you ever seen a police officer or, or, on call and they get a meal and all of a sudden they have to go? Oh, my goodness, it just hurts my heart. Amen. Come on, church. Say with me, it hurts my heart too. Amen. Now, notice this. What did he say here? Now, why did I get off on that, Holy Spirit? You know why. Amen. The Bible says this. When Elisha prayed, uh, and, and uh, verses, where were we? Verses, help me out, somebody. We were in verse 16, and he answered, Fear not, for they are with us. They be with us. 
are more than that which be with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, now look what he said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. He didn't say, give him faith. He didn't say, let him trust what I say. Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes, and the young man he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about him. What did he see? He, see, he saw warring angels. And what was it? Seeing they were there from the very beginning. He just didn't see them. Elisha saw them. He didn't see them. Elisha saw them. What does that mean? They're there in the unseen world. They're there in the unseen. Come on, church. I, you know, pray every time you go somewhere. Angels, surround my vehicle. I, we pray every day when we leave our house. Angels, surround my house and take care of my home. Keep my pet safe in Jesus' name. We, we pray. Why? Because angels, angels are ever present. Come on, church. Angels are present. Come on, church. John Osteen told Cole God riding down a major highway. He said, Lord, show me angels. Show me my angel. He said, no sooner when he said, show me my angel, right where the freeway turns is, is in the downtown area. He saw this most huge angel just and camps about, just cover that building. And he said, dear God, that's my angel. And God said, that's him. Oh God, hallelujah. Come on church, they're there for you. Come on church, amen. But see, we don't see them. That's why we need faith, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, can you say amen? Are you with me? Now notice what it says. Look at, look at something. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, quit looking and hearing the things that scare you. We cover that. Stay away from fear. If you're scared to go to your mailbox because of bills, like I was, fight that demon of fear and say, no, Father, I thank you that I'm set free and my bills are paid for. And when you get those bills, say, Father, thank you. These bills are paid for. Remember, fear kept me away from that mailbox, which I made a joke of it, but really it's fear. Fear, uh, having bills. You listen, bills were not open. They're in that corner over there. Nobody wants to touch them. They're in that corner. We have to overcome fear. What, what, what is it that scares you? Then believe in God. That's what we got to deal with. That means that thing is bigger than really God, what God is over your life. Some people say, well, Pastor, you know, I will never have this because of my education. Well, you will never have it. But what do you say? I can have all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not about your education. It's not about your color. It's not about your, your wealth. It, it's nothing. It's about faith in God. Can you say amen? Listen to what it says in verse 18. Are you with me, church? And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed and said, uh, and the Lord said, I'm getting excited. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite these people, I pray, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. What did he do? He said, Lord, blind my enemies. Now, this is what I want to tell you now. Ask God to open your eyes in faith and blind the devil over your walk. Blind the demons that have, that are always trying to bring it up. Now notice this, remember the Bible says all this is a light affliction. It's a light affliction. It's a light affliction. Pastor, you know what I'm going through? According to the word of God, it's a light affliction compared to your glory, compared to what you have. It's a light affliction. Amen. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. I want you to, I want you to confess this with me. Go ahead and stand up. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Confess this with me. Father, open my eyes. Hallelujah. Say it again. Open my eyes. That I may see you by faith. Open my heart 
to receive your word. For I believe your word. Father, I keep looking to you, the author of my faith. I keep looking to you for great things. Father, I see healing power now. I see deliverance. I see wisdom. I see prosperity. I see your glory. I see your anointing. Now say it loud. Look at me, Jesus. I'm full of faith. I'm full of faith. Say it again. I'm full of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. That's who we are. Come on. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. That's who we are. We're people of faith. We're a faith people from a faith God that has a faith, Jesus, that we walk in faith like him. Hallelujah. Amen. That's who we are. Amen. Open our eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this. This is what we're about. We're faith people. You that are watching now, let me, let me, let, let me make a, an altar call for those that are here. Every, every head bow, please. The reason why we do this in honor to the Lord. If you're watching this video or right now and don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Make him your Lord and Savior right now. It's one of the easiest things to do, but one of the most profound, powerful blessings, miracles that will happen to happen to you. Listen, what you're going through, by accepting Jesus, he'll help you. You'll be an overcomer. He'll make you strong through these trials. Come on, church. And yes, miracles can happen, can change. Your husband can come back. Your wife can come back. Your children can come back. Come on, church. He can set you free. He can deliver you, whatever you're going through. But you need Jesus. I know you're saying, oh, I I feel what you're saying, Pastor, but you have to do it. It's according to your faith. You have to make that step. I I can't ask Jesus for him to save you. All you can do is you ask Jesus to save you. All together, say with me, all of us, all together. Dear Jesus, I believe who you are. You died for me. And on the third day, you resurrected. Save me, Jesus. I believe who you are. I receive you now as my personal Savior. I receive you, Father. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm made alive in Jesus' name. Amen. See how simple that was? It's by faith that you do that. Amen. Get you you into, get you a word, get to the Bible. Get in a good faith word church. If there's a church in the area that you need to go to, go there. If it says word of faith, uh, we believe in the Bible, go there. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you can't find one, stick with us. Stay, watch us every Sunday and Wednesday. And we'll pray that God will open a door for you there where you are. Or we may even look for one if there's a church in your area. Amen. Father, we thank you. Let's go to the Lord. Father, we thank you for this morning. We apply the word of God to our hearts. We receive it, Lord, by faith. We believe what we hear today. And we don't only believe it now. We act upon the word and we step in faith. Father, for we're faith people. Lord, as pastor of the Oasis Center Church, Lord, I say blessings. I speak blessings over the people, blessings over their lives. Lord, a hedge over them in the name of Jesus. Lord, miracles happen their way. Manifestations happen their way. God increased faith on them, Lord. Yes, Father, in the spirit of faith. Yes, Father Jesus, desires of their heart. Open their eyes to see clearly what you have for them, Lord. And what the desire that you have for them through the word. And Lord, we thank you, Father. And we are blessed, we're healed, and we're set free in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise. And everybody said, 
Amen and amen and amen. Before.